You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Season 40, episode one of the Dillo Den. We have good old Double Dub and Zodiac.exe with me, the Zook. We are going to be talking about the Dillos and how we ended last year and uh, the upcoming Miners draft. Just a little summary of what's going on. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and start off with Zodiac. And uh, how do you feel the uh, Dillo season wrapped up for uh, for us? Um, I would have been happier if it was better. <laughs> uh, I would have been happier if it was worse because yeah. that would have given us a better draft pick. Yes, I guess. But uh, we'll, sorry, go ahead. But we'll, we'll talk more about the draft later. Right. It was, a, uh, it was, it was a, I think it was a, a good season overall. I think what kind of got us was the little bit of hope that we had after the all-star break yeah oh yeah week three was great yeah yeah we i think the last everything i think the last podcast that we did was after week two and we said it um it was it was done it was dead we gave up yeah and then we <laughs> we, we went on a run yeah. we 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 dealt desolation away yeah <laughs> that's right we're in the middle of doing that yeah, and we totally and, fleeced the flamingos yeah, we see the flamingos. <laughs> Funnily enough, they did start sliding after we traded them Dustillation. Immediately. Which is weird. I mean, I don't know if Dustillation doesn't have, like, the the best miners build or anything, but, I mean, it was just kind of funny to see them, how they, they slid out. In fact, I think Dustillation got a loss from, from us one time. He did. I think he also got a save on us at some point but we don't talk about that here yeah that, yeah right, right that doesn't fit our narrative it's fine it's, it's... <laughs> um yeah so we had some hope there at week three but then it kind of just came back down we ended up finishing with the force the what the fourth we just missed the playoffs by how many games uh we missed the playoffs by three games it's always fun to come down to the last week, the last day of Sims, and to see that we're still in the run. But uh, the last three seasons for me being the GM or co-GM and uh, us, it's just 
it hasn't worked out. So here in comes Double Dub Rob over here to take the reins and and run what I could not. Um, That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, not that I'm crying or anything, but uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and force to you, Double Dub. How do you feel about the season that just passed, and uh, what do you got for some plans and and stuff going, coming for, uh, moving forward? Um, I think. The season was good. I mean, you know, if you take the first half out of the season, then uh, it was actually probably what we expected. We got hot for a while. We were great for a while. But that first half of the season just absolutely kicked us up the backside. We were getting run over by everyone. We were losing games to losing, like, just series to people that ended up picking before us in the draft, that sort of thing. And then that was probably what was frustrating was then we went ahead and, like, in the week three run, we swept the Swifties. We took two from three in Kansas City. So, like, we could get it done, but we, it just wasn't consistent enough in the end. Yeah. But it was still fun. Still had a good time. It's just a, it's a good group of guys. It's going to be – it's sad to have Patey move on, Josh move on, and – Shy to me, or John Marovich can move on as well because they're all, you know, solid, not just like solid players, but like solid users as well. They're all out, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, just more dealers to support in the, in the majors. So, yeah, exactly. Um, I guess for the next season, returning players who you uh most excited about, who do you feel uh is gonna push? I'm a big McTavish fan. Um, yeah, that's I a good think, one. So, yeah, I think I the, think he's he's gonna have a breakout season for sure. Yeah, the sim kicked him in the first half of the season. Like, I mean, it kicked it kicked the dealers as a whole, but like some people got away with it. Like Wheeler, for instance, he was still wasn't absolute, you know, dog poop. But <laughs> the sim gave. Binker like ten errors in the first two first half of the season. Did I remember that? Yeah. So I mean, now he's got a bit of got a bit more experience in his defense, and his hitting came good towards the end of the season. Still, and then on top of that, he's been drafted to Boise, and he said, you know, openly in the locker room, he's really excited about being there. So I'm happy for him, man. It sounds like he's in a good spot, and I'm hoping these players. Yeah, he's out there with uh, with uh, Geronimo Ovechkin with Boise here soon in a couple yeah. of seasons. So that should be exciting. Um, Zodiac, who are you for returning players? Who are you excited about? Uh, I've got to pick a unique name. Uh, yeah. High Dreams player. This is the first, honestly, I think that's like really the first real speedster that we've had someone who wants to come here and he wants to steal bases and to get on base, steal bases. Right. In the and um, games last season, he had 11 stolen bases, but he's going to, he's re up and he's kind of putting more into speed this off season, right? Uh, I believe so. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the, the OBP and speed that we're kind of focusing on. Uh, but yeah, I think he's going to have a great season coming up here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the goat. I'm gonna go with Jake Mitchell. 
Come on, you guys. I don't even know why you didn't even. You guys are sleeping. I don't know what's going on over here. But we all know that the GOAT over here, Jake Mitchell, is going to have one of the, the best seasons as a Dillo. He's I mean, saying I, I didn't mention him because I, w- I was assuming we were talking about guys who were who were maybe kind of quiet last year that are going to have breakout seasons. Oh, He, he was okay. nearly a two-war player last right. season. Let's, yeah. let, let's be fair. My bad. You're right. Yep, I think I think unique name is fair. I mean, he had a minus dot eight war last season. He he kind of got pooed on, but at the end of the season as well. Um, I think yeah, being a speed player is always a little bit like that because he wants to steal bases. So like obviously we're gonna get some experience in there to start with, but then it takes a little bit of time for the hitting and the and the range to catch up. But um, yeah, that should happen this season. And let's give a little love to our number two now, Anthony Simmons. He should have, have an all right season. I think he, yeah. I think he'll have a good season. Yeah. I think with, yeah, the Simmons likes Katie. his player. Exactly. I think it likes his build as well. Um, it's definitely no Ovechkin thing going on. So. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna say it. I don't think the junk ball is great at low TPE. I don't think it's good at low TPE. I think junk ball is absolutely trash at low TPE. I think flamethrower is also not good at low TPE, but can be fixed throughout the process. But junk ball or not at all. You have to have probably about 800 at least TPE to make it decent, I think. But to each their own with that. I don't, I don't know what junk ball or reliever looks like. To be honest, but junk baller starters just not not great. No. I think oh. we I think we also are kind of seeing that with Evan Early when he was in the pen, mm-hmm. right. and I don't know we it's gonna be we're gonna work with him. We'll see see what we can get. So we're gonna switch our attention to the miners draft. We got some new Dillos. We got three new Dillos because we had the fourth, 14th, and 24th pick. Uh, despite the unpopular opinions from Double Dove and I to always trade, 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 Zodiac always keeps us level headed here. Um, would you like to go over the draft there, Zodiac, and maybe a little bit with Double Dove here and about what you guys were planning on trying to do? Um, what is the idea going forward for the Dillos in this draft? Uh, well, so we did look a bit at trading up to number one to get who we wanted in that top group, because honestly, this draft had, I think it had a pretty clear top six or so. I'd say. Yep. Uh, and we thought about, let's just go up and get our guy. In the end, we decided not to do that. Partially because, okay, it's a clear top six. Even if we don't get our guy, we'll get someone we like. Uh, And, but, I mean, luckily, we didn't need number one overall. We didn't need number two. We didn't need number three. Four was what we needed to get the guy we wanted, and that was uh, Sean Walker-Wallace. We are recording this before the draft, so uh, how was that? Do you think I can go on stream with that? Go for it. I'm yeah, not posting this until next week. I really like that, actually. Or you can say, um, 
uh, everyone above us got their picks wrong. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. Depends how you want yeah, to play I, it. I, you know, do you want to play it, you know, really coy characteristically almost? Or always. Do you want to play it aggressive Bazooka Joe <laughs> getting ejected three times in high school? Hey, it was twice. And I led the team, <laughs> Only right? twice. Okay. He deserved uh, it. But yeah, no, I I do think we got we got exactly who we wanted it for in Sean. Uh, and not only not only that, but he said that he's willing to switch positions and be that guy. I I believe you guys want a shortstop with magician type, and he said he was willing to do that. Yep, that's exactly what we want from him. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was a pretty to take a peek behind the curtain. It was like. When the class was very small, we weren't sure how big it was going to get. Um, he was like a, I think he was right up there as like one A, one B sort of thing. He's like, yeah, like when we did our like a little initial, very early scouting, he was immediately at the top. Yep. Yep. And it's, with no fault of his own, but taking the Cancun GM spot put a little bit of doubt there, just because we weren't sure what was going to happen. Like, is he going to is he going to be stuck in a position that we don't need? Um, because that's he's going to be down. How many seasons is he going to be down? Right. All those sort of questions helps the Zodiac's there in Cancun that we can get the that we could get the answers. But I mean, mm-hmm. in the end, he ended up being a clear best fit. I think for the I mean, for the locker room and especially yeah. how active he's been in the locker room and making sigs already, he's getting money. So yeah, yeah. Well, well, he's going to be majors GM. He's he's getting money. That's true. You don't have to really worry yeah. about that too much. So uh, Look, so we we, we were probably on. leaning nutrate. I think for pretty much a lot of the process, just because a lot of the recreates. I mean, there was what three or four. I mean, if you just take Sean out of it. There was already three or four majors GMs in the draft, and obviously, oh, yeah, the there's there, like the yeah, there's like three or four. Yeah, so it was Phillies fan who is the New Orleans GM. There was Gordon Bombay who is the Boise Raptors GM. There was Arganesi who is um, Indie Co GM, and then add Sean into that. So. Um, a lot of the recreates were either people who like told us that they didn't really want to be down longer than two seasons, or, um, or GMs who essentially said like, um, "I I'll do what's best for their major league teams," which you expect. Like, I don't expect them to be like, "Oh no, I'll play for the Dillers for five seasons." So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was sort of expected. Um, really happy with who we got. I think. We all sort of said like one A, one B was a leak, and uh, Sean. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and um, and unfortunately, a leak went to the damn Mingos. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't say it's their name on this podcast, Jesus. <laughs> all right, so we go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have put a warning beforehand. Okay, thank you. You've you now know. So another ten picks pass. Um, 
And we drop down to 14 here where the Dillos pick uh, Mudbone, Time Consumer Relief Pitcher. I know you guys were looking for pitching, and uh, I feel like that's a good fit as well. What do you guys, uh, when he scouted, what did you guys get from him? Well, he's he's a recreate who hasn't been, um, he's taken a little bit of time out of the league. Mm. But um, it was just the fit that made sense, I think. It was like, we, we need a pitching. And while, you know, still, as it is with pitching in the entire league at the moment, there's a good chance that he goes up after two seasons. He has more of a chance to stay for a third season than, say, if we took like nothing against Arganisi, but if we took Arganisi, then he's probably going. He's going up after two seasons because Indianapolis is going to need bullpen depth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and um, honestly, I think by that point, now that I'm really looking at it, our options at that point were like time consumer, Arganisi. Uh, and in terms of like active guys, the last one would would have been uh, harm. Yep, true. So the the, the other two sure. pitchers were minors GMs. Yeah, yeah. You so shy to me. You didn't want Tiny Chef anyway, so don't worry about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was shy to me who had the scouting conversation with Time Consumer, and yep. Um, seemed like a good conversation. Seemed. You know, good fit. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to work well. We needed bullpen arms, or starting pitching arms, and run five bots out of the pen. Either way, we needed someone to throw the ball over the plate. Right, we just need someone in there. You know what's cool is that he's actually pretty active in the Nashville uh, uh, locker room. Actually, oh really? So I think he oh. used to be with Nashville, and he's always been popping in. As of late, on here, so he's been talking today. So I mean, hey, you guys got an active at fourteen in a really, really weak kind of uh, draft. So I'd say it's a bit weird though because like we we said that like there were some quality users in there, but there just wasn't enough of them to be considered like a good draft class. I mean, yeah, if oh, you had two in the top ten, it'd be amazing, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than that, like you said, six were probably A plus plus, and then it was kind of just dog water after that. But you could pick your poison, kind of thing. Well, I don't. I, I'm not sure I'd go that far, but I would say that I feel like there are a lot of good users in this draft. Like, if you put it in terms of percents, I'd say like you could get down like about twenty picks and have good quality users there. Unfortunately, there are only 25 <laughs> users right now. We, we were yeah. hoping so, for, I mean, we were hoping for Ruggsy. Ruggsy went to Hillies to drop down to 14. It didn't happen. I, I mean, even pre-parapologist, who I had a good talk with, Apollo Hyde, uh, we were talking about, and uh, unfortunately, warning, Flamingos grabbed him at 11. Um, but, I mean, yeah. Thank you for the warning. I had the chance we, to prepare myself. I'm here for you guys, dude. I, I care about you guys, unlike you, who doesn't give me a warning at all. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there was – you're right. There was, I would say, about 14, 15 solid – I'll give 15 solid players. And we're we're 14, 4 and 14. So we got, we got two of them. Yep. Yep. So we try to make a dash late um, to trade up to – get 
an IA arm that we wanted, but that got turned down. So in the end, yeah, we're sort of left with two IA bats. So not really much to to write home about yeah. in that last. Right at number twenty four. Yep, Gene yep. Franco's mayor. So um, no, no hope. Yeah, there you at all. cannot say French names. Gene, I believe Francois? that would be. Is it Francois? Jean Francois. Francois. Is it Jean Francois? Jean Francois? Yeah. I took Spanish and I failed. So eat my. Never mind. Well, Sorry. <laughs> Keep this G, all right? This is a family show. Come on, you got a 14 year old in here, man. Right, 14 and a half. Come on. Give him a little. 14. <laughs> you guys want to know what I'm drinking tonight? Yeah. Sure. What, whistle Pig Rye. I'm not drinking whiskey. Ooh. You'll be less aggressive. No, I'll still throw hands with anyone, but yeah. I'm here. That's all that matters. I'm here. All right. I going to make it. <laughs> What's that? I thought you weren't going to make it at one point. Hey. Oh, nah, nah, he's done. Nah. Uh, I rallied. Zook always pulls through. Yep, always. All right. Um, so we went through the draft. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about about the draft? Or are you guys good? Um, I think I'm good. Do you want to talk about the Florida Flamingos and their 15 picks in that draft? Yes, that was annoying. But, you know, Parkwood's talked a big game already about how he expects that they're going to. Like, like, big game uh, for, finishing, for finishing second to last in the league last year. Yeah, and then he straight into talking about how like he's going to be, you know, there a chance to you know make the you know win it all this year or something like that. It's like all right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure winning it all this year is is realistic. I'd have to I'd have to look a bit more, but next year they could be dangerous. Yeah, and yeah, I think the only thing I have left to say is, God, I hope we get some waiver pickups. Yeah. Right. I think so we there's one out there right now. So currently the draft class is a uh, 26 deep. We're working on it. We're getting a new recruitment head. All right. Allegedly, we'll yeah. see. We'll see if anyone applies for that job. Yeah, not me. That's for sure. Um, all right, let's move on to. Uh, well, gosh, I guess let's talk about the star of the show, the Zook here and the stars. See what I did there? A little segue. Yeah. Um, nice. I'll talk. <laughs> nice. Let's talk about the Nashville star season, which was, I would say, quite the surprise after the regular season came to an end and I lost a $5 million bet to uh old double dub over here. I, mean, I, to give you a I know, and I didn't take it because I'm a big old puss, but uh, yeah, I mean, we just like true stars fashion, we itch and we claw to the playoffs, and when we get there, we tend to do some damage, it seems, uh, but we found ourselves into the, the championship against OBX after reverse sweeping Lunar Base, which was the only thing that we in, in the uh, locker room could think of was the hoodies that we uh, we had. So, big hoodie, um, big hoodie vibe. Yeah, the star hoodie hoodie vibe that had it was quite the turnaround. And then, um, yeah, my player individually, Bazooka Joe, had uh, a complete game. 
uh, nine innings again. Who did I do that against? DVS. Right, DVS. Thank you. You know more than I do right now. So DVS, and I pitched all right against Lunar Base, and uh, and then we got into the World Series against OBX, and uh, the first game went all right. I got the win. And then the second game just fell apart. You and... you pitched in the game where Dak and yeah Billy oh, Mason yeah. had had cycles. We had two cycles in one game in the World Series, and we got the win. And then we won with Benny Sheets, and then we just got yeah they won three straight after that. So it was pretty yeah I'm pretty. Did you, did you make sure? Did you make sure Benny was sitting outside for the stream? We did. Um, okay. I actually wouldn't let him. We were talking about letting him stay out there the whole night for until the following, from Tuesday to uh, from Thursday to Saturday. But he said that wasn't reasonable, so we let him back in. I think that's where we went wrong. Yeah, I think should have been should have been more hard firm on that. Yeah, so we'll talk to Benny next season about just staying outside. Maybe get him a tent, go a little GoFundMe for him or something like that. Um, but hey, finishing. Uh, in the World Series and getting beat in the World Series, that's I would still say that's quite a successful season for the Stars. So, um, yeah, I mean, um, Detroit surprised, I think, during the regular season. Yeah, and then yeah, you guys just seem to have that magic. I mean, you didn't have it last season. That's because you guys were in Seattle, and Seattle seemed to have it over you. But they did. You guys got that, that got that season. got that magic. I guess so. But, uh, yeah, Detroit kind of surprised me also. But um, in the end, I'm not betting against uh, Plague anymore with that team. They're always going to show up, just like the the Voyagers, I think, with Enoch. I think they're always going to be in that discussion. Yeah, they're all there about. uh, My predictions for next season for the Champions East Conference is absolutely, don't ask me, not a clue. (laughs) The only thing I know is... The Apex will finish last, but that's it. I wasn't even supposed yeah. to say that team name. What is wrong with me? Um, but yeah, for the uh, the Stars' outlook for this next coming season, uh, you guys saw the trade that we got. We got Jordan Bochamp Reyes from Boise. Uh, he's going to be a huge add to the offense that uh, we've already had a decent offense with Billy Nelson and Cookie Monster and Beef Rye. But now to add this guy uh, can definitely put us at the top of the conference. Uh, pitching, I feel like it's just going to get better as we got some young arms in the bullpen that keep updating. And uh, Benny Sheets is updating as well. I do not know what we're going to do about our fourth starter this season. Um, but we're, we're looking and actively hunting. And, hey, we might just have an inactive. We don't know. So. Uh, nah, just have just have Bazooka Joe pitch twice in the rotation. Oh, yeah, now see just now we're talking. Blow up his arm. I'll just bump that stamina up to seventy. We'll be all right, right? I don't know. Um, Cookie Monster's got a cannon out there in the right field. Maybe he just does, chuck him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just throw him in there. Um. So from a great franchise to a uh, rebuilding franchise. <laughs> The Zodiac Cancun Toros, who, hey, man, I'm going to give it to you. Had we beat Seattle. You we guys beat Seattle. Hey, we beat by Boise. Nine, by nine games. 
I will I yeah. was I will admit I'm kind of shocked about the Cancun Torrens in their season and how well it went. And even you as an individual player, I felt like you had a pretty solid season as your first season up with the two forty three average. Uh do you want to go ahead and speak on that? Uh yeah, sure. I guess I'll talk about the Torrens a bit. We actually kind of thought our season was gonna go a little better. Oh really? We we thought we were gonna be like a like at the in like the 40 45 win mark uh and to be fair our pythagorean record was 44 wins and we fell seven short of that because um Boobin. we went yeah we went eight and 25 in one run games but you know not 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 a not a big problem at least we uh at least we didn't go on a 13 game losing streak to end the year like uh like a certain seattle sea serpents did quite the thing yeah they just want to cement that. Your differential was minus seven in your standings, by the way. So, yeah, and and I'll be honest, I'm just gonna branch a bit into the Champions West. I thought the Rougarous were gonna have a better season than they did, and they were plus seven on their Pythag. Yeah, look what OOTP did to Edigar. Uh On the Rougarous, what did they do to Edigar? Oh no. He won the MVP last season, and I think he hit, like, 250. He hit 250, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. From 149 OPS plus and 7.2 war down to 88 and 2.2. Did him dirty. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad yeah. for him. Wait, he was a mingo. Nope, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Keep the hate strong. Maybe, you know, looking back now, it's like, well, maybe we can't expect Cassius Bright to have an all-time season again. But, I don't know. Yeah, but they probably were expecting more out of, like, Forbes Jr. and a couple others. I was expecting more out of him. I had him winning the division in my predictions. Probably Nessie WR Wolf. I talked about it a bit on the uh, draft preview show that I did with Mike, but it was the same thing as like DVS probably are there like a season earlier than they expected. If that yeah. makes sense, like they're yeah, probably a I'd, season ahead of the. I'd agree with that, and I think I think at least for the next, at least next season, and maybe even the season after that, they're going to kind of run the West. Yeah, I think so. I think you know Cancun's had their their own until Cancun can. Yeah. Until Cancun can like get their get the young guys up there in TPE. Yeah. Maybe DBS get an extra season out of it because of like some of the stuff that's been happening, but I think that I think Cancun still has the division in the future. If like you know what I mean? Like I feel like it's still gonna be Cancun's division. For yeah, in the future. But not, yeah, not in the future. Yet. Yeah. I think in the future it's going to be Cancun's division longer than it's going to be DVS's division. I can agree with that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Just purely because, like, I mean, I know that they drafted uh, Keeper Secret this year and they've got Ryan Stryker Jr. in the bullpen. But, like, their pitching isn't super deep behind the like, behind their two aces, just Giuseppe Jones and Postcott. I think Cancun's more well-rounded. Personally, yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, I do kind of want to talk about uh, Blue Sky a little bit. I have no idea how I got to one more. <laughs> I honestly have no clue. Because I only hit like... Hold on. 243. What? Yeah, 243. You had 112Ks uh, with 35 walks. Six home runs. WRC plus of 89. So 11% worse than average on runs created. Uh, and then if you look at my catching, uh, I was one of four catchers with a negative uh, catcher zone framing. Uh, not even zone rating. Uh, I, I typically go by framing runs, even though yep. that's also not really a super great metric, I don't think. But I don't know. Um, and the most pass balls of any catcher. Okay. Then, even what's she gonna do? Walk? Who has a catcher ability of fifty-five in the majors? (laughs) Yeah. But but Blue Sky was tied for second in doubles in the in the Champions Conference. So thirties. Yeah, he had a bunch. Thirty-six. And he wins the PB Champions Player of the Week award in August. Come on now. Yeah, I don't know. This doesn't really seem like the resume of a of an aspiring rookie of the year. Cuz I, I I did kind of I did kind of want to win that, but I don't think that's going to I don't think that's going to happen. I did look. I do have the highest war of uh rookie batters, I believe. Let me double check that. Uh, yeah, I have the highest war of rookie batters, which is crazy considering Franklin DeMars is right there as a rookie. Right. And he killed it this season. Um, Did very but well. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably going to be a pitcher who wins rookie of the year. Oh, boy. Pitchers. Those guys. And, I, and I'll... I'd probably pull for Ike Sampson, but, you know. Didn't Thrasterson have a good year? Mm-hmm. Uh, he did, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the reliever bias card. Okay. Ike, Ike, was, Ike was a starter. Thrasterson was a reliever. Oh, yeah. yeah, fair enough. He likes it. Um, all right, now we get to talk about Turkish food. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Tell, us, tell us about Turkish food. I'm yeah, very interested in hearing about food. this. We have a whole segment for Turkish food, so let's hear it. Let's go. It was one of those things where it's like, you just like... What was on your from... plate? Okay, so basically there's this Turkish place that we live near that's really good, but we couldn't go out and get it because I had, a, I had um, school stuff to do. Okay. So instead we ordered it. And we got like just like a mixed grill of different meats with like bread and rice sitting under it, so it's getting all the like flavor and like oh, yeah. fat from the from the from the meat and soaking it all up. Getting all moist, just, okay. Yeah, just went down an absolute treat. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, I love it. In depth flavor. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Good man. Yeah, that's all. Um. Well. Talking about good food. To the two or three listeners we have. 
Um, How about Cuba? How's Cuba going? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the World Baseball Classic and Team Cuba. We'll we'll not talk about yesterday because it didn't count. Yeah, yesterday uh, yesterday didn't happen. Me and my we my all got, we were all in Men in Black and we all got zapped. Yeah, we all got zapped this morning and we replayed. And uh, shoot, we're not doing too bad actually. I didn't. I guess I didn't have these kind of uh, expectations. I knew we we're going to be middle of the road, but hey, I mean, we're we're kicking it with kind of the higher teams well, right now. I mean, if you look at the index, like the news, like the weekly team power rankings, or one, it was number one. Yeah. Wow. We're making a push. We're right there with Germany. We did lose to Germany. My bad. Yeah, we want to talk about it. Yeah, we're game back from Germany thanks to a certain pitcher. I'm just going to go ahead and say that my catcher was calling the wrong. Oh, hey, that's you. Sorry, never mind. Um, yeah, my no, 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 no. Go ahead. Wrong, go ahead. Uh, yeah, he was calling the wrong uh, pitches for me, and uh, he was trying to rely on my circle change when all I want to do is throw gas. And now I think just he put, knows. Just put down the one finger. Don't do just anything. Put else. down just the one. one. If it wants to be a middle finger, go for that too. Either way, it's coming right down the cock. Nobody. No, I have it. a. I actually have a fear of like the high heat fastballs because. Uh, Nippersick Ike Sampson was actually throwing uh, actual explosive baseballs at me last season. It's true. We have a in the locker room. He was doing it. <laughs> oh, boy. So I, 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 I'd rather uh, be catching circle changes. They were definitely exploding off the uh, off the bats of the opposition. Am I right, Wood? Nah. See what he did there? No? Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's see. I'm sitting at a 2.50 ERA, which, hey, you know what, is the lowest for the starters on our team. Well, how did Take I pitch? That. Let's see. Uh, so I lost the first game, five innings pitch, three in runs against Germany. We lost nine to two. Ouch. Uh, and then I pitched against Arquats Canadians and won two to one and actually outdueled him. Let's talk about that for a little while, you guys. Yeah, um, yeah, talk about that. Oh, you know what I what did? Was it, like? it was Billy How it was Billy uh Hagrove that pitched for Canada. Why did he say that he did? Uh he must be coming out of the pen. What a filthy liar. No, hypocrites came out. Wait, am I looking at the right one? I'm not looking at the right one. Every time I maybe Pothwood's just lying. Maybe he is. I don't know. Either way, Parklot sucks. He's turning into a starter. He's going to have a horrible season like I did. Telling you, sell. Three and a half war, too. So. Sell, sell, sell on that Voyager stock. So, yep. <laughs> so, I don't know. Nice and uh, surprised about Cuba's start. That's pretty cool. Did they get the um, names all fixed up? They did. They got the names. No. And, uh, no. Yeah. Sportsboy57 Smith is still on the roster. But we have B-Fry. Yeah, but does it have the actual, like, uh, faces now? Because I had, like, I wasn't Sean Doolittle. I had a different face, and now I have him. Oh, yeah, the Zodiac's face is fixed. Is correct as yeah, well. Yeah, everyone's fixed now. I don't know. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, Cookie Monster was saying that uh, he didn't even put the lineups in because they weren't due until last night. So he was surprised that it started, and then that's when I knew, like, 
oh, this probably isn't going to count. So, yeah. and it didn't. Um, well, from I am playing like dog water right now. What was I going to say? See, about you see my stat games? line? That's how yeah. <laughs> Dude, 196 average, drawing no walks. Hey, man. We just, you're there to catch. You're there to catch and have pass balls. You do have a home run, man. Dude, I haven't even been getting pass balls that well. I've only got through two of them. And a triple? You know how we were talking about Thrasterson? He's got a 19 ERA for the United Kingdom. Okay, but that, U- but that UK team is uh, not very good. No, there's a lot of minor league there. I'm glad yeah. there's a lot of minor league. Uh, said, I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. Yeah, and I I share, <laughs> like, Stroh and Quest are both Toros, and they've just been saying, yep. yeah, no, we don't expect to win anything with this team. They won three games. Who'd they beat? Who did they beat? They beat, they beat Germany. They no. beat Germany and Korea Good twice. Them. Oh, my God. They beat South Korea twice? Yeah. 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 Dead last. Korea, does, Korea hasn't looked like a great team either, but I... They got, like, Bobby Roode, a catcher. They got DJC. They got Starscream. They pit, their pitching's actually really solid. It, yeah, the pitching looks really solid. Who's Robbie Jackson? Okay, maybe maybe I don't feel so bad about how I'm hitting after seeing Bobby Roode's average. <laughs> Oof. That's not great. Oh, uh, you got to Yeah, some of these get yeah a buck fifty-eight. <sighs> I mean, they have good pitching, but God, look at their ERAs. That's crazy. Yeah. But no, it's like, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good fun. All right. Yeah. Um, I, do, I, do, I do kind of wish we got a little more heads up on when it was happening. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. just came but, out of nowhere, man. Yeah, they kind of just like... I not like, like that either. It just kind of like yeah. dropped it last night. It was like, yeah. hey, we're doing this now. <laughs> I think they just couldn't find anyone that, that had the time or wanted to. Yeah. Um, to to stream it. I mean, Lord Parkwad has no life, so I don't know why he's he's just he's just constantly streaming his his the show franchise. I know the New York Voyages. Yeah, oh, let's hey, right. let's hang out with the Boy Boys. He he he. Award predictions. Let's go ahead and move on to that. Uh, oh, what do you guys I, got I, for this season? Um, I'll be honest. I had no. I didn't have anything prepared. I oh, just kind of threw it on there. God dang it, Zodiac! Double dub, save us. Okay. Um, I think that the Cy Young or the Pitcher of the Year award is going to go to. I think it's gonna be close. Between, let's see, I'm thinking Sam Antonio. Just even if people aren't 
even if the stat line didn't end up being fantastic, I think the fact that there was like a no hitter right. and all that sort of stuff, I think they, you know, could be hanging around there. Wendy Marvell had another good season, 2.79 ERA, San Antonio 3.32. I mean, if I'm honest, I think we just pick up the pitcher of the year award and we just give it to the OBX pitching staff because that's a amazing right. starting rotation. Yeah. And they should and they should win MVP too, right? Um, no. Because I don't want to get yelled at. No pitchers. <laughs> no pitchers win. <laughs> Uh, um, I mean, Wendy Marvel had a great season, but he went nine and seven. He didn't really have that many wins. Oh, it's not the '80s anymore. Okay, we can look it, past pitcher wins. We all can look past pitcher wins. <laughs> look, Sam Antonio. Sam Antonio had Felix Hernandez. Man, come on. Yeah, <laughs> still don't like it. Although Felix did deserve it, I'm not going to talk. I just don't feel like it. I don't like it. Look, Sam Antonio for me is my pick. It's the only pitcher over 200 innings thrown. Um, it's uh, four complete games, which is the most in the league. It's Yes, it's an above three ERA, but I think I think they take it. I, I give it to them, personally. Right. If we're looking at MVP, mm, I think it's tough. I think it is a real toss-up. If I'm honest, I think a little bit of a – no, I'm going to take that back. I was about to say that maybe Bochamp Reyes could be a little, um, like, dark horse pick for MVP. But, yeah, I don't know. 26 home runs, you know, 277 average, 40 stolen bases. That's a lot of good stuff across the board. Could be any of them. I just have JQ. I mean, JQ from Providence. Isn't yeah. JQ inactive? Is he? Well, uh, yeah. I don't think so, is he? I swear I read that somewhere. Because I was going to say JQ, but then I was like, wait. I mean, he might be inactive. If he is, he's having a hell of a season. I wish I was inactive like that. Which I can go inactive and just break. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. I don't know who's his user. Opera Phantom. Last scene. April 15th. Okay. So, not, not, yeah, not like, you know. There's like, I, feel, I think there's like some different rule for the majors when determining inactives. Okay, because their last post in the forums was March 28th. <laughs> okay. That's pretty yeah, they, that might count as an active in the majors. <laughs> I don't know yeah, the exact so, rules. I know, but they're reading that... After two weeks, they're semi-inactive. After three, they're completely inactive. Yeah. I know that um, they are a really big user in the ISFL. Uh, okay. I think that's what Dak was talking to me about, about JQ and ISFL. He was bringing it up to me that he was a very active user there, I think, a while ago. Wait, is Dak in the ISFL? I think he was talking about joining it, but I don't know for sure if he went into it or not. Oh, okay. That dude, speaking of inactive, 
Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Doc. <laughs> I didn't realize he was inactive until like a few days ago. He's not like fully inactive. He still checks in and does some stuff, but yeah, he he's not gaining as much TP anymore. It seems like. Yeah, I was like, oh, how much did Dak earn on the offseason TPE? Five or something. Huh. <laughs> yeah, he earned like five. Like, huh, that's weird. Sorry, not all of us could be 28 like some Wonder Boys over here. Gosh. Look, if you, if you followed our buddy, we talk about our predictions openly. <laughs> we... I, yeah, fuck. yeah, whatever. You're a big lunar base jockstrap boy. I get it. Um, early predictions for the majors and minors. What do you got going on for the Dillos? What do you guys got going on for the Toros and the Apex next season? What are you guys thinking? Uh, well, I I think I'm gonna go ahead and quote what Double Dub told me. Uh, in the GM chat, I know a little bit of leaks, but I think it's fine. Uh, he's feeling optimistic about the Dillos because we're gonna have some better defense. Uh, Walker Wallace should fit super easily into that shortstop position. Um, good speed. Hydram coming up there with great speed. I think uh, McTavish was also thinking about investing a bit in speed. I don't know. I have to look at that again because I don't know if 40-40 is going to work anymore. But we'll see. And just in general, better all-around hitting. Uh, personally, I'm still terrified of our pitching. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, especially the bullpen, I'd say. What do you think there, uh, Rob? Okay. Fine. We lost Rob. Yeah, no. I, I leaked what he said in GM chat. It's my fault. He's just done. He quits. I like uh, it. But yeah, it's kind of looking like for our pitching staff on opening day, we'll have uh, Wayne Wheeler getting some Robo Rob. Yo, you got me now? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Get you. There you go. Yeah. Um, from, I'm just going to step in because I was just talking to myself for a little bit. Um, <laughs> I thought you were just talking over me. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks. No. Um, yeah, I think that my optimism comes from the fact that we just played a season with three pitchers at the 350 TP cap and watched um, one of them get beaten like the ugly stepchild. <laughs> yep. So maybe having a 50 TP bot will be what wins it. You know what? For less TPE is a sign of a better player. Yeah, probably why Dak had such a great season. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. Is like we we talked about it. It was a part of the where we took the team was focusing a bit more on hitting because we felt like um, we felt like that pitching is just a bit of a. It's not, it's not completely random. I mean, builds still impact things and everything like that. Oh, but boy, do they. Yeah, but I mean, it's still like... I mean, I'm even... As as we're 
as we're recording this, I'm taking my time to test some pitching builds. And like, you know, in one sim, the build's got like a 2.9 ERA with a, you know, 2.2 K per per walk. And then in the next one, it's got, a, you know, 5.6 ERA. So it's very, there's so much fluctuation there in like what can happen that, you know, it. Th- that's the thing is like, if we just focus on defense and hitting, then, you know, hopefully we can find some sort of consistency. Something yeah. has to follow after that, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm so, for. Yeah, because yeah. uh, during my tenure as GM, I mean, we never really had that shortstop that we just always had bots. It seemed like it just never could get someone to fully invest in defense and be that guy for us and see if the defense is what you need for uh, for minors and from what we tested and what we've seen from other successful franchises here is – you do need that, so I feel like you guys are definitely on the right track with this, and time will tell. Especially getting the TPE up and and seeing how. Uh, I mean, you got some guys that, I mean, aren't that are good earners, but aren't like max earners, which it's kind of nice for miners. I mean, yeah, you always want what's best yeah. for the team. Ah, oh, sorry, what's best for the user? Like you want them to be. You know, superstars are going to win, you know, MVPs and three complete game shutouts against DBS. But if we end <laughs> up with someone who, if we end up with, you know, someone who still is enjoying themselves but not earning at that max rate, then hey, you know, Dillo's always going to be welcome place for that. I think we've got a really good group of guys. And I think Sean's going to really help with that. And as we sort of, as you mentioned, um, Time consumers active in other, you know, locker rooms. Hopefully, he can be equally active in, in our locker room and just sure get a good squad going. He'll definitely pop in here all the time. So yeah, I mean, that's what I've always loved about the Dillos. It's always been a solid and kind of laid back uh, locker room. We've made it that way thanks to Zodiac and Dak in the past. So yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll be in think? the ground before I let this locker room die. Yes. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> um, now let's talk about the Toros. How are they looking this, this next season, prediction-wise? What do you think? Um, you know, I'm actually... It kind of depends on how far back I think the Rurus are going to fall. Yeah. I I would kind of have to take a look at that. But I think as far as, like, the West goes, it's going to be Death Valley at the top, Seattle on the bottom, and then depending on how far back the Rougarous fall, it's either going to be be between them. Do you think it's a 23-game switch? Because that's how far back you guys fall away from them. We're expecting to get close to 500. Yeah. Uh, Rougarous, I don't I can know see you guys improving and catching the Rougarous, but I think that top four for the playoffs is... I mean, I'd be willing to put money on it right now, but that top four is Luna, Nashville, Detroit, and DBS, just in some random thing in the order. 
Yeah, I think that I think that's a good prediction. I'm not sure playoffs are a realistic goal for us, but it would be really nice. Yeah. If maybe if maybe I don't know, I guess the most likely team I could see falling off to that point would be Detroit. Oh thought he was gonna say it. But I am rooting for Nashville's downfall, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) There it is. Um yeah, that leads me to my to Nashville's predictions. I you guys tell me. I have no idea. I feel like we're gonna make the playoffs, but I just I think it's just gonna be just a shit show just like it was this season with uh where we finish and hey we might just have a first uh a first round walkout or uh, you know get out in the first round or go to the world series uh, your guess is as good as mine with this team and with this mess of a conference going on right now so, it's literally just get to the playoffs and like see yeah, what it's just fight fight yeah. to get to the I playoffs. mean you guys really I don't think there's a lot you're Okay, so you're losing Micah Williams. Yep. Glenn Allen Mixon. Yep. And Glenn Allen Mixon. Uh, you're keeping Yuppers around, which <laughs> that's we are. some pretty heavy regression. I love or losing or losing your your boys. You got it. We're losing Ruben Ramirez. You are. Sorry, I, I, sorry I need to say that, you guys. Yep. Yeah, that's. Unfortunate. That's gonna sting, right? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, we're losing Ruben Ramirez, and uh, yeah, those are uh, two. JBR is a good pickup, though. JBR is a good pickup. We're hoping it is. Yep. I think um, that your bullpen will be better this season as well. I don't know. I mean, I mean yeah, it has to be wise. Like it is. We're still gonna pick up some IAs, and Dude, we might just get an Claude IA Daddy, fourth starter. Claude Daddy freaking shoved in the playoffs, man. Oh my god, didn't he? It was crazy. He was striking out everyone. Oh, yeah. like, it was amazing to watch. It was hilarious. Isn't he like four hundred TP? Like, I think if I unbanked all my TP, I'd have more. He is. He is 450 TP, I think. But uh, what he did in the playoffs was a buck 42 ERA in 12.2 innings. He gave up two run runs. He had 16 Ks and six walks. I mean, showed in the playoffs. He was showing up. He had two saves also. So, yeah, I don't know. If he can stay like that, and Juan Rodriguez, his first half of the year was, I mean, matched by nobody. It was crazy. He won Pitcher of the Month for Champions Conference. If he could replicate something like that, maybe not cool off in the second half, yeah, we would have a dangerous pen. So. Yeah, uh, you got Jebediah Crunk coming up. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, I, I just. To me, it almost feels like DBS is locked into the one seat in that division just because if they're facing a NOLA team that's sort of had the stuffing sort of, you know, removed from them. 
Yeah, probably about another then, one or two seasons. Yeah, and they're still facing Seattle, who are still going to be running out of mainly IA team, I think. Yeah. They're going to... Uh, I don't know. Lunar Base still seems like a very strong team. Yeah, it's just like... Because what happened this season, those those three cannibalized each other. So, so DVS ends up with the one seed because they keep taking games off each other. Or, yeah, DVS is going to have a pretty easy division. Yeah. 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 Regressing Ruguru team, a Toro's team that isn't quite there yet, and Seattle. Yes, and Seattle is still... I mean, Seattle aren't going to be Sarasota. They're in the early stages of the rebuild. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be Sarasota, but they're also like... Yeah, they're definitely not. They're definitely still closer to the start than the end of their rebuild. Yeah, and I I was considering doing like a PBE teams as Pokemon article. Uh and I would have for the Sea Serpents, I would have picked Magikarp. Just because right now they are not a good team. No. But they're in the very early stages of the rebuild. That upside is going that upside is super high. I mean let's talk about the when you're take when you're taking a guy like Captain first overall. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great upside. Yeah, they had a hell of a. Man, I wonder which I wonder which new curate starter didn't go one one overall. What the fuck that was in between T Souls and Captain? Yeah, what team passed on Double Dub for first overall? Look, honestly, good choice to pass on Double Dub. I hear he's a bit of a cancel. Cancel to guys. Have you guys seen the Seattle Serpent second baseman Santo Strawberry his season last year? Yeah, I know. I don't think I he's 176 TV minus five dot three war. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were talking about zone rating before uh, you said war. <laughs> it's war. Um, oh, minus uh, three war. That is. Who was the? Who was the the Cancun catcher in that first in my first season in the PBE? Uh, Dave Ortiz the third, I think. Yeah, who <laughs> was actually a first baseman? Who you guys are trotting out by the dude? Full on, just send it. I just you saw what? Santos Strawberries OPS plus and WRC plus. Did you see his ZR his zone rating? That too. Minus his zone rating was six. It. <laughs> oh no! Almost minus nineteen. An OPS plus of eleven. Oh god! And a WRC plus of two. Brutal. These are stats that are like one hundred is the average for those stats. Outmatched, man. Oh my god! I feel bad. Oh, it's it's brutal to watch. I mean, I'm glad that the stars get to play him, but you guys get to play him what twelve times a, a season. So, I I'm still not going to pretend I know how the major league scheduling works. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I don't either. <laughs> also, is it the same schedule every season? I don't believe it's the same one, but I do think you play your division. 12 times each season and then it's like 
six times every other team, but I could be wrong. I don't know for a fact. I think yeah. like I think cross league play is also like there's less of it, but I don't right. know. Let me see. If I remember correctly, Toro's only faced the Voyagers like four times. I want to find talking about um, major league PB sides as um, yeah. So PB sides as Pokemon. Do, you play your own division twelve times. You play in your conference ten times, and you play the other conference four times. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So each individual team from the other conference, you play them four times. In the other, in the same conference, but a different division, you play them 10. And in your division, you play them 12 times. Weird. What are you saying there, Rob? Um, talking about what Zodiac was saying about um, PB teams as... as um, Pokemon. I remember just one night just writing out if each if each team was like a person, what type of person they would be. It was like really late at night, and I had like oh and I had like <laughs> DVS, the secretive neighbor that has all the best stuff, like a sentient robot. Okay. Um, uh, in New York, this was just after. The Voyagers took Damas. The Voyagers. That cousin that steals all your toys. <laughs> I can relate to that. Providence. That weird guy that has a bunch of random stuff like a crab pot. <laughs> I don't know. Why did I write this? San Antonio. That person on social media that re- that's really into DIY crafts and weird hats. I think I remember you writing this. I remember reading it. Boise, that person that makes purple their identity. (laughs) (laughs) That's just thoughts on the teams, you know. That's really that's for real. That's that high high depth. That's that you know in depth discussion that we bring here on Medillo Den. Mm -hmm. Also, did you see Garrett Scott has retired? Yeah, so he'll be he'll he'll be around for another season. Yeah. Yeah, Scott, we were out he'll be, yeah. Scott that I didn't know that. Oh, why is he retiring? Huh. 30 years he, old, he's going to be 31. He did tell me in um, the ISFL server that I'm in, um, he did say that uh, we should draft him. Oh. I'd, I'd draft Scott. Oh, hell yeah. Love to he draft was a Mingo. I would love yeah, it. We can, yeah, no, we can... Just spit on my pod? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're very open to people who are willing to, you know, change and giving them second chances. If he wants to come be a Dilla after, you know, being with the Mingos and realizing that he was wrong... Actually, he's been talking a lot of crap in different in different channels, man. I don't know, actually. Oh, dude, the guy's like herpes. Like I said, he's herpes. Oh, he's going to listen to this. 
It's good. <laughs> you're like herpes, dude. You're everywhere. Not that I know anything about that. You know what? Fuck it. All right, mate. I'm just going to stop right there. <laughs> and you're, already in the, you're already in the season 41 draft server offering to pull yourself out. God, you're in like four sim leagues, dude. And you're HO in ASH. Yeah, I think he's HO in uh, SHL, by the way. Yeah, I think I think you mentioned that before. Oh, my gosh. That's busy, man. I don't know how you keep up with that. I can barely keep up with two, and I'm not even... You know, I, f- I figured out how he keeps up with it. It's just, um, he just makes sure he never has any draft picks. <laughs> he doesn't... That, you know what? He doesn't have to pay attention to draft. That's true. true. He doesn't have to yeah, draft. He doesn't have to scout people. Yeah. He's playing a different game than us, man. He's playing chess while we're playing checkers. I get it. Um... Yeah, like I said before, uh, speaking of SHL, we have the draft tomorrow. Me and uh, Steiner will be in it, Merchant. Uh, I have two more TPE than him, and I'm tied wow. for 15th overall in o- overall TPE. What's up, bud? So Nice. We'll, we'll, What's we'll the money like? Uh, my bank? Let me see my bank. My bank. I have... Ten point one million in the bank. Not the worst. That uh, doesn't sound too bad. It's not bad. Uh, the off-season training, for the most, costs four point five mil. So it's better than the eighteen mil that they charge, or whatever. I think it's eighteen mil, right? Yeah, so equipment here is eighteen million. Yeah. For all so I've life. been getting into the ISFL very slowly, with the help of some of the really good new creates in the um recent draft. Mm-hmm. Um wow that league is run extremely smoothly. So is basically it? yeah so basically um you get money for being active in Discord. So like really you know how we have yeah so you know how That's we have cool the levels Yeah so you know how we have the levels in our right. like for your Pokemon and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or yeah, your, uh, just rank your, yeah, in the locker room. I got you right. Yep, yep. So basically, you have that um, in the like main servers, and every level you go up from like engaging with people and stuff um, is a hundred k for your bank. And then in the main servers, they also have like. Like, you say what your position is and stuff like that, and then you have, like, channels that are just for, like, everyone that plays your, your position. So, like, all the safety. So, like, I'm a safety. All the safeties have, have a channel. So you can talk, like, build, and you can talk this, that, just, like, shoot the shit just amongst people who are playing your position. It's really cool. Did you join the Zodiac? Or not yet? Not yet. I... Personally, like it's it's just a personal thing for me that if I'm gonna be on like a DSFL team, I'd rather just be drafted there instead of being picked up on waivers and then potentially yeah, being drafted is... somewhere else. So I got picked up by on these like pre-draft waivers by the Leaks team, which is the London Royals. So they need safety help, and they're sitting like, um two games off the lead in their division. And they were like, 
they need safety help, basically. They got beaten by Tijuana, 38-35. And Tijuana is uh, Baz's team. He got picked up. I can't remember who picked him up, but he GMs that team. So, And they're, like, top of the version in the DSFL. So, But then the weird thing is then I still go into the draft, so I can still end up anywhere. So, like, Merchants already scouted me. Um, for the Dells Bird Dogs, so yeah. How are the team names? So compared to the PBE, some good ones, some bad ones. Um, let me get them up. I've always been so. There's the so DSFL, so that's their version of the minor leagues. You've got um, Lund Royals. You've got. You have got London Bird Dogs. You've got the Norfolk. What's Norfolk again? That's Hydrium's team, I should remember. Um, okay. Here, I've, okay. I've, I've got them pulled up. You got them? Yeah. So in the north, you've got the Kansas City Coyotes, the London Royals, the Minnesota Grey Ducks, and the Portland Pythons. Uh, and in the south, you've got the Bondi Beach Buccaneers, the Dallas Bird Dogs, the Norfolk Sea Wolves, and the Tijuana Luchadors. Bondi Beach, man. Yeah. Hometown. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah, not really. Although someone said yesterday it was Bondi Beach, and I was like, oh boy. So then uh, I someone know. just said it was Bondi Beach. Because yeah. he's stupid and doesn't know <laughs> different cities. How dare him! <laughs> he also thinks I, I live in like Brisbane. the Luchadors, though. Luchadors yeah. isn't good. Yeah, Luchadors. That's good. a good one. And then you've got like, I like the Royals as couple, well. Yeah, they've got a couple of like cool places as well. So they've got like in the i in the in the majors they've got um like Cape Town Crash is nice. Um. The That's Berlin, awesome. the Berlin Fire Salamanders. Some of these names are great. The Wraiths. The That's a yeah. good one. New York Silverbacks, the San Jose Sabercats, Sarasota Sailfish, Chicago Butchers. Chicago Butchers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What? Okay. I have to ask. Which Chicago brand do you prefer? The Kingpins or the Butchers? Butchers. Butchers? I would, I would say the Butchers. I don't know. The yeah, whole, I think I'd lean that way too. The whole gangster kind of thing is, eh. We have one in, uh, let's see, for us in the SHL, what do they have? Chicago. Forgot the name of them. One second. Let me pull it up real quick. It is the Chicago Syndicate. I thought that was. Oh, yeah. The Syndicate. Oh, wait. I love that. The Chicago Syndicate. Yep. Edmonton Blizzards, Los Angeles Panthers, Minnesota Monarchs. Um, Hey, I'll go. This is pretty cool. The Seattle Argonauts. I thought that was kind of cool. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, Calgary Dragons, Toronto North Stars, 
the Tampa Bay Barracuda. Pink, all pink team. Uh, Philadelphia Forge, the Manhattan Rage, Buffalo Stampede, Atlanta Inferno, Baltimore Platoon. I got some, they've got some pretty cool team names on here. I like it a lot. Then you got the San Francisco Pride and Texas Renegades. I gave a What's that? We don't just. I, I I'd like when we don't just stick to like. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of animals. Right. Yeah. Hey, be be careful there. You're on an animal team. Yeah, but I'm happy to be on an armadillo. I'm happy that it's not like the tigers. Or right. A normal. The lions. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's fair. Or the, or the Falcons. If I hear the Falcons again, I'm going to... Panthers, I'm going to lose it. Um, yeah, I do have to say, they're the one branding in the ice foe that I'm very low on. Is it just the Baltimore Hawks? It's boring. Because it's followed up immediately by teams like the Fire Salamanders, the Crash, the Butchers... The Yeti, the yeah. Sailfish, the Wraiths. Sport. And then that's all in just that conference. Right. Like, and the we Hawks got the Detroit like, Falcons. The Hawks. The Detroit Falcons. And I'm on the main timber. Like, I ranked them. I did an article on the 14 uh, junior teams. I ranked the main timber like 13th overall of like names and <laughs> branding. And I just kind of shit on them the whole time. And then they drafted me. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, I, remember, I remember scouting for uh, last draft. Uh, I talked with Acoustic and I, I gave him some shit for ranking us fifth. Good. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, the thing that I like is that it's a unique animal, it's the alliteration. Right. It's just good shit. And then you throw in there that we have the little sand true dude with the bat. It's yeah. pretty gangster. It's a good it's a good brand. It's a good branding. It's not like it's the flamingos. Like how soft is that? <sighs> I'd say for the most part, I think our, our minor league does really well with branding. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, okay. Mm. If you're gonna be a bird. Go ahead and go Firehawks and sound like a no, crow. What go the, for it. I don't know, man. Firehawks actually... Firehawks doesn't like resonate with me super well. It doesn't. I don't like it. The only thing I like is that they... <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I had a thought today that I need to... I need to yell at Parkwad about. You know, you know, you know their chant being like, you know, like, let's Fleming go. Why no. don't they have an... What? Yeah, like Parkwad does that in Twitch as like, you know, let's Fleming go. Oh, right, right, right. And okay. like, yeah. They don't have, as far as I can tell, they don't have an emote for that. Good. Because like, it's based on a, it's based on a meme. Yeah. Why, why not have an emote for it? That's the other thing that the that the ice file does better than the TV so far is their remote games very strong. Is it literally got emotes? Haven't they like, 
Haven't they been around a little longer than PBE, though? Oh, have they? I haven't. I don't know. Haven't they? I've just thought they were. I don't know when. I don't know when they were founded. Oh, PBE's been around since like 2018. Yeah, there's a if couple I remember things correctly. you can probably learn from the ISFL, I'm sure. Uh, not using JSync, one. True. Man, that's the Very other thing. True. Is that on, their, on their forums, right, Um, they have a little checklist there for like all the things you can do to earn TPE this week. And when you go in and post in the AC, it automatically crosses it out for you. Shit. So that's like, cool. The SHL is a, oh my God, it's the worst. They don't have anything that you could check on what you like. You have no bot command. You have nothing in the JSync thing on here to tell you if you've done everything. You actually have to check your progression every day and see if anything is posted. Like you're the GM of the, of my team has literally saved my ass for earning TP because I had no idea that some of the stuff was out there. Like it's just been a shit show. Yeah. It's tough. And then weekly purchases. You just go and press what you want to purchase. Like you press the button and it generates the post and the link for you to claim. That happens here in the bank. Yeah, you can just generate it. Yeah. What I like about the SHL that's different with the PB is you can kind of save your update. You could just oh, that'd be add so it. Nice. And can you do that you with media kinda... as well? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you could save it and you could just add to it later on in the week. Like, I love that. Yeah. You don't I have agree. to do it all at once, like the PVE, which sucks. Yeah. I mean, not to be that guy, but you, you could use like Word mm-hmm. or Notepad. That's the same energy that you bring. When I'm, but I'm late to work because I'm standing in my kitchen going, okay, but if we traded like season 43 first round and we took this and we packaged that with that and then we got another team in and then we traded that pick to a major league team and that's how we get have all five. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're posting, keep going, keep going, let him cook. Yeah. Let him cook. And then you're like, hey, if you just got a notepad and you freaking nerd, get out of here. Jesus. All right. Um, Gosh, I think we just went through all that. What do we have for time? Hour and a half. Oh shit! Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. I've I've noticed he was letting us cook. I was just (laughs) he lets us cook in here, so we don't say stupid stuff for the draft. I get it. Well, yeah, I, I just like listening and talking. Yeah. I'm, I'll be uh, holding down the locker room in the draft. I'll be, well, I mean, there's only one person we need to flick invites to because I'll just change Sean over to a player. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, I'll probably DM him as well, just saying, like, you know, welcome, officially welcome him to the Dillos. Yeah. I'm glad we got you, Rob. I'm glad that you took over. We got a good guy. <laughs> it's. Here. It's been a spicy week. It's going to be a shit show. (laughs) It's been a spicy first week in a bit. But, man, it's so much fun. I'll I'll be honest. It's so much fun. It gets a lot more interesting when you're a GM. I didn't really expect it when I first started, but uh, all the perks you get and uh, 
I mean, once you put at the end of the season that you get to skip championship week, oh man, dude, you got to let me know how that feels. It's one of the greatest <laughs> feelings ever. Championship week is fun exactly twice, and that's it. <laughs> that's hey, it. I've done it exactly twice. <laughs> Lucky bastard. Exactly. Go back to it. I wrote. Not if you, I wrote an not if you get a sim team job or, or a streaming yeah, job. Oh God, could you imagine me on stream? Oh my God, that'd be a shit show. That would be a five-hour stream because you'd get distracted. I would, and I'd be drinking, so it would be just bad. You guys would be like, "Let Zoot cook," and then I'd be just cooking for hours. So thanks. <laughs> Yet yeah, you have, you'd have RJ Haddon and Zodiac.exe in Twitch chat, just saying, <laughs> "Let Zoot cook," and everyone else is bored out of their minds. It's like this guy talks too much. I would just want, I want like. You there as like the third person in a in a stream when Vancouver loses in the playoffs because all Scott's melting down in chat. You're just like picking out the comments <laughs> to you. mention them on stream. <laughs> I loved your thing this year. It was like the Scott. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Scott always does this every playoffs, dude. And then Zodio's like, yeah, dude, this is, this is pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're like down. one year he told Lumo like not to not to talk to him again. <laughs> yeah. Uh it was oh, it was I think two seasons ago he brought the uh Vancouver brought in um one of their IA uh relief pitchers to actually come in for Scud when he was a closer. And the IA came in, he goes, Why is he in in the Twitch chat? And came in and gave up like two or three runs. They ended up losing the game and then lost the series. And he just fucking went off in Twitch chat about how this and that. And then uh, him and Lumo got into it. Uh, I don't know if it was on Twitch chat. I think it was in a different thing. But basically he told Lumo to F off and never talked to him again. They're cool now. But I just thought I it feel was, like it's it heat of the moment. Like oh, it was definitely like heat it was a hundred percent heat of the moment. But it's just funny how people, you know, I mean, it's it's PB, it's a sim league. Yeah, we we let our emotions get a hold of us sometimes. It is annoying going to the playoffs and always getting beat and not knowing what what else to do and what to you know figure out. At least they're making the playoffs. Him, us as Dillos, we don't even know what we're doing wrong and. We're not even making the playoffs, so yeah. Well, I think I think we kind of figured out what we're doing wrong. But yeah, true, you got rid of you playoffs. got rid of me, so that wasn't <laughs> guarantee you that wasn't the problem. That's where Zodiac was going to, wasn't it? Hundred percent where he was going. Yeah, exactly. So I'll just see myself out. Thanks, guys. I'm crying a corner. No, no, guy. Obviously, the blame falls on the guy who was. You know, making who had had the decision and was making the moves. Yep. <laughs> and for my next question, if we make it to two hours, do we get sixteen mil? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was there was a New York Voyages podcast that went two and a half hours last year, last season. Oh, that was their mock draft, wasn't it? I listened yeah. to that because I, I got to sleep on five different nights. <laughs> Because that still wasn't done. Oh my god! Well, we got to talk to Cookie Monster and Merchant about uh, doing another draft on here sometime next week. 
We'll see. Yeah. We'll get some. Yep. So, all right. Well, I'm going to drop off. Um, happy Mother's Day, yo. Make sure you, you call your moms. All right. Do that. Okay. Yep. I, Just for you. Thank you. I can't. I think it would be a little silly for me to call my mom considering that I'm at her house right now. Can you just say, just yell out, love you, mom, right now as loud as you can? At one forty a.m. She's she's asleep. <laughs> I'll do I'll do it tomorrow. Okay, all right, and don't forget, you know. And then I'll sleep also in a little Mother's bit, Day. and make sure you do your homework. And yeah, this is way past your bedtime. Fourteen and a half year old. All right, come on. <laughs> all right, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, yeah, let's do that. I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, right, see you guys later. All right, see you. Armadillos keep digging Little holes in my backyard And every time I'm barefoot It makes it really hard When that sun goes down They can all be found Setting little traps back there Armadillos are so rude Armadillos, they don't care Who can say where they came from? Well, I guess we'll never know But they're gonna keep digging No matter where they go Before that morning light They'll be coming out to get some air Armadillas keep digging Armadillas, they don't care Armadillas keep digging Little holes in my backyard and every time I barefoot, it makes it really hard. When that sun goes down, they can all be found, setting little traps back there. Armadillos are so rude, armadillos, they don't care. Armadillos can dig in. Armadillas, they don't care Lord, they just keep digging 
Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.